which I got to say, Nintendo, they know, okay? Mm -hmm. They know what people want. (laughs) Because when that started and he was carrying Ganondorf, I was sitting there, I'm like, is this breath? What's what's is this breath of the wild? Are they lean off with breath? Of the wild? They know what people want in Zelda. So them picking Ganondorf to be the one that he was carrying. I'm just like these cheeky bastards. Welcome into Lighthearted Gamers, episode 45. I'm your host, Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully, you're, you are having a phenomenal day, whatever day you are listening or perhaps watching this podcast over our YouTube channel, Sparky3. Make sure to like the video, go subscribe. We greatly appreciate that. And uh, this is basically part two of our E3 uh, recap. Uh, E3 has now basically come to a close. The only thing left is the E3 Awards, which by the time we're recording this, we're not going to get to watch. We'll follow up on that on episode 46. Uh, But for this episode, we are going to be breaking down uh, days three and four, which of course, most notably had Nintendo. So we're going to be breaking everything down from Nintendo here today. And to break everything down with me, I do have Zach here in studio. Zach, how are you? I'm doing good. Another day. Time to go. That's right. That's right. That's the best way to put it right there. Um, Okay. So... If you guys have not, make sure to go check out episode 44 as well. Normally, this show is like a, always just listen to the newest episode type of vibe because we're always just following the news. But 44 and 45 both come out in the same week, so we want to make sure that you can listen to all of our reactions to E3 stuff. We you know we went double duty here for uh, E3 sake, so make sure to go listen to episode 44 as well where you can get our thoughts on Summer Game Fest, uh, Microsoft, um, Ubisoft, uh, Gearbox, and Devolver Digital. You can go check out everything over there. Um, okay, so first and foremost, go follow us on Twitter. We'd greatly appreciate that, at LH Gamers Podcast. Uh, we do have the Pokemon 25th and 35th special, uh, the Pokemon 25th and Zelda 35th special coming out soon. Apologies. And then also, if you like anime and manga, maybe think about checking out other podcasts, Anime and Plus, at Anime and Podcast. And then lastly, if you want to support us further, don't feel obligated, but if you want to, the Patreon's a great way to do so. Again, don't feel obligated. Just be a friend. Tell a friend that you're listening to the show. That's enough for us. Just listening to the show, being here. We appreciate you so much for that. Okay, so before we actually jump into the E3 uh, recap for things, uh, we are we are also going to do one last little tidbit from day two that we did not fit in 244 with Warner Brothers, but two quick little pieces of news that has come out. Uh, number one, uh, June 17th, uh, here this upcoming Thursday, we will get the Madden 22 cover reveal. Uh, the little trailer video show had two goats, which is representing that's going to be two goats in the yeah. in the game uh now i will say you know a lot of you know from the video it's it's a baby goat and an adult so everyone's automatically speculating tom brady and patrick mahomes fair but i do want to point out the possibility that it could also be peyton manning because they had peyton hillis do the little you know reveal for it which you know he was madden 12 cover mm-hmm. also shout out he's you know our former arkansas razorback um you know he he did the little you know reveal whatever and i i can't help but to think that it could potentially be a little like they literally tell you who it is but they they word it and set up the script in such a way where you don't know because in the trailer he you know he's calling someone he said hey yeah it's peyton 
Yeah, they did it again. So the fact that he says, it's Peyton. I understand that's his name, but it's kind of sus. So if it is Peyton, you heard it here first. My predictions, uh, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. That, that's my prediction. I know Peyton's retired, but he is going to the Hall of Fame this year. That's why I thought that could be a possibility. Maybe uh, you know EA with Madden starts doing the same thing like NBA does, where they have like a legend on like a higher edition and then just a current player on yeah. regular. So that's a possibility. But anyway, take a look out, look out for that. And then uh, this one was kind of funny to me. Because it's about damn time. I actually forgot this was a situation going on. Cyberpunk is officially returning to the PlayStation Store. Woo! <laughs> it has been out of the store since December. You can now find it in the store right now if you go search, uh, but you can't you can't buy it yet. Uh, June twenty first, you will be able to buy Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven in the PlayStation Store on digital. That is, I completely forgot that it was not in the store. I'm going to be honest. So when that news popped up, I did th- I did think that was kind of funny. Uh, there are some other news bits that I, I cannot wait to talk about, but we are going to save that for 46 because on 46, uh, it, it, I would say it's about 99% set. You never know. Uh, we should have John and Jimmy both on the show. So it'll be the first time we've had four people on the show. Going to be a good time there. I hope everyone's ready for like a two, maybe three hour podcast. Oh, so. it's not going to be that bad. It's I, not, I don't know. It's, so. not, it's not going to be that bad. It's not going to be. Trust me and you to be able to make sure that we're keeping things going forward. <laughs> but it should be a really good show. We're going to get their thoughts on like what some of their biggest takeaways from E3. Have just another E3 talk post E3 after you're no longer riding the hype kind of thing. Get your full thoughts on it. But there is some pretty big news out there that I'm really pumped up to talk about involving a Todd Howard interview where he talked you know more in detail about Starfield. Really looking forward to talking about that with those two. As well as news on Everwild and why it was not at E3. So looking forward to talking about that as well. No, it's bad. I forgot Everwild was a thing. See, that's one that I did not forget because that's one that I've been excited for. Um, but yeah, we did get some news this week uh, why it was not at E3. The The short version, it got primed for. That's the short version. Yeah, so, you know, it got, it got primed for is how I'll put it. All right, so let's hop into the E3 recap now. Kicking things off, we'll do a last little tidbit uh, on E3 Day 2 with Warner Brothers. Their their entire segment was on Back for Blood. You know, if you guys listened to 44 and you guys have listened to previous episodes, you know Zach is super pumped for Back for Blood. So, Zach, why don't you talk about a little bit about what they showed? So, the main thing they showed off was what they announced at E3, which people were hoping for, was the uh, PvP versus mode, which... Because people absolutely loved Versus from Left 4 Dead and still do, playing as Infected and fighting the survivors. And more or less, they just showed that off again. Uh, showed that off, showing off the um, three different special Infected and each of their three variations. As well as the mode itself is a survival. Pretty much, it's one team starts with the survivors and goes until they die and sets the clock. Then the other team... They switch, and the other team that was infected now has to survive that amount of time to win. And then it also mentions about how during the process of the game, it will actually enclose the playing area, pushing the survivors out of unfavorable positions and stuff like that. So maybe if one team's more or less been able to hold down entire game, the game will actually shrink down the circle like a battle royale or something and sort of push them out of it forcing them to have to move and ideally giving the enemy team a chance to kill them. So overall, were you pretty impressed with what you saw? Overall, I'm excited to try it. I'm already got a pre-order to be able to join the beta in August. So I'll be more curious to see how it feels and everything, especially with the 
nine variations of special effect and how each one of them works, as well as just playing the uh, cleaners themselves and all of their um, special things. Because the main difference between Back for Blood and Left for Dead is the fact that the, each cleaners have their own sort of set of skills, passives, and uh, initial weapon setups versus Left for Dead. Just no one had anything special. You just found stuff laying around and used it. So, Gotcha. Well, looking forward to seeing uh, more on Back for Blood as we get closer to release and looking forward to hearing your thoughts when you're able to get your hands on it, maybe playing the beta, you said? Yeah, in August. Okay. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that. All right, so hopping over to day three. So day three had uh, most notably Take Two, uh, Capcom, and there was a couple smaller ones like... uh, uh, Indie was good. Yeah, they they had the Indie Showcase. That one was pretty solid. Um, Okay, so let's kick things off with Take Two. Touch on this very briefly. So Take Two, of course, is one that I I would think a lot of people would be pretty excited for, you know, because of, you know, they own Rockstar. They They own own a lot of things yeah 2k a lot of others uh i don't know if they set up beforehand what they were going to talk about kind of like capcom basically told everyone up front this is what we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. so they can all all they can say to people being mad about you know cap the capcom one is hey we told you so so i I didn't see personally of take two put out there what they were going to talk about but of course by now you've you've probably seen that take two did not talk about any games um you know they talked about uh diversity equity and equality and you know i I do applaud them for doing this i really do uh those are conversations that i continue to continue to need to be had um and i'd also applaud them for taking using their platform at the grandest stage of them all for video games to to, you know where all eyes are on you to do that but at the same time i can see the other per the other the other argument is this is the grandest stage of them all we want video game trailers, but you know, um, you know, this also ties into what we saw from Capcom. I do think one possible, this is my own like little theory here for why take two did what they did. Now, granted it's because it is an important conversation, but mm-hmm. is because they may not have had anything to actually show. And that brings us over to Capcom. Cause that's basically what happened to Capcom mm-hmm. here. They didn't actually have anything to show. They just had stuff that we already Games that are currently out is what I'm saying. Nothing, yes, nothing new. And you know this, you know when it comes, you know, we take two. Let's assume that's the case. Capcom. Let's assume that's obviously the case. Uh, Even Gearbox, Devolver, even Ubisoft. I mean. they, they didn't really have a whole lot of new. There was a little bit of new here and there. And I think ultimately what it comes down to is everyone is still really behind from last year. Oh, most definitely. I mean, and, and that's how it, and that was to be expected. You know, when it comes to this E3 that we had, we definitely saw the repercussions of last year where everyone's still playing catch up from having to work at home with COVID. So and I think that's what we, I think that's what we saw here in day three with take two out. And they legitimately may not have had anything to show. You know, the only things they could have, I guess, really shown they wanted to show games is obviously NBA 2K, mm-hmm. the new one. We can assume that one's in a good place coming up. Uh, you know, and first off, I said, I think I said this episode 44, anyone that was expecting GTA six, I mean, come get your dumbass. <laughs> I'm just going to say it up front. Um, but you know, when it comes to Capcom, same thing, they didn't really show anything new. We saw, uh, Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil Village DLC is in development, mm-hmm. uh, which I did see the little tidbit of, 
by popular demand. I saw that. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. More tall lady action yes. coming. I thought that was hysterical. It, it, it reminds me of what Jimmy was saying, yeah. where Jimmy's just like, I don't think they realized how popular they were going to be. And then once they saw it, they were just like, oh, shit. She's only in the first part of the game. Well, I, I like the fact that when they were showing that, it literally only showed tall lady. Yes. <laughs> it didn't show any of the other three antagonists at all so there's just like they are very aware of what their audience wants and now at this point and just like we'll yeah, give it to them let's do tall lady stuff <laughs> yeah they know they know i I'm, I'm telling you man when i saw that i just couldn't help but think of what jimmy said yeah i really can't can't wait to get his thoughts on that this weekend uh we also got to see more on uh the resident evil reverse which we have heard about before it's that online multiplayer that's going to be coming with village mm -hmm. that is coming out in july we got to see a little bit of that i gotta say i, I get it's you know like new territory for him but it looked clunky as fuck well it's <laughs> actually not it looked like it well the other one because i mean they have had a verse multiplayer versus mode before back in uh i think it was five it was called mercenaries I, okay actually yes i remember that yeah i remember never mind my my my, my so mistake. yeah no they've had a versus mode before but even mercenaries i mean mercenaries was fun people liked mercenaries but mercenaries felt sort of clunky yeah but that's sort of the just the fact of the matter with uh Resident Evil controls. Fair. Because Resident Evil controls are not very streamlined. Yeah. <laughs> I have to hold this button to swing my knife. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can you agree that uh, the reverse trailer we showed, it looked pretty clunky? Can you agree to that? Because I thought it did. I thought it looked kind of rough. Well, I wasn't really paying attention to the clunkiness. I was more watching going, there's a lot of cut frames here. Yep. And every single character I'm seeing goes down within like a couple shots. So either nobody has any sort of health pool or those weapons are super unbalanced. One of the two. We'll see. <laughs> Comes out next month. Uh, we also got to see more on Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin. Because uh, that is coming out, I think. Okay. Uh, I got to stop you real quick on that. What's up? How, how do you feel by the fact they call them monsties? You know... It seems fitting. It kind of bother. It's kind of cringy, but it seems fitting. <laughs> they kept saying monsties, and I went, "What have you done? <laughs> what is this?" And then they keep showing them. It's like if you're calling them monsties, you might as well make them chibi. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. That that's fair. That's fair. You know, this game is uh, set to come out next month on the ninth. Uh, and for this, we got to you know get to find out there is going to be post-launch content. There's a trial version come out here this month on the twenty fifth, mm -hmm. and that when you play that trial version, whatever you do, you will be able to carry over to the full game, which is always a plus thing to see. And uh, when it comes to the post-launch, you're going to get free updates like getting the Monster Rise Palamute as part of the game. Yep. So all cool stuff there. We also got to see more on the Monster Hunter Rise roadmap that's running through August of this year. It's basically just a couple all that i saw was two monster hunter stories crossovers for armor sets yes uh so that's what you have to expect out of rise here in the near future your, uh palico into the weird palico that's part of monster hunter uh, monster hunter yep. stories yep and uh then we got to see more on the great ace attorney chronicles uh, which this actually took up a lot of the the presentation uh, where you had to see more gameplay and features, some new gameplay features like the dance of deduction, which I thought that name was kind of funny and uh, in, in, in an examination one as mm -hmm. well uh, with that game, having a launch of uh, July 27th yep. uh, coming out here pretty soon. You know, a lot of people were going into this, hoping to see that fabled mega man X nine, you know, that's what people were really wanting was the mega man X nine. 
you know, and once again, Capcom just basically forgets Mega Man's a thing. Uh, they finished the entire stream up with just about their esports. Yeah. So it was overall a very, very lackluster um, uh, presentation. Honestly, probably the most lackluster one of E3. Potentially, potentially, yeah, potentially, yeah. It, it, it's it's a toss up. It depends on how you want to uh, you know rank uh, Bondi in there because you know Bondi only did one thing, which you know House of Ashes. I know you're a fan of, but you know with Bondi, there's lots of titles out there. Yeah, for, they have uh, under under their umbrella that we would love to see something from. You know, and I, it really disappointed me because man, I as we are getting closer to E3. Dude, those rumors that I kind of plugged out there in a former mm-hmm. episode of the Dragon Ball Fighters My Hero game, yeah. they were picking up some steam, and I'm just like, let's go, baby. Did I call that shit? And here we are. And you know what? We uh, Speaking about Nainamco, I don't understand why they're pushing House of Ash or so much, because the other two games in the Dark Anthology, they didn't push nearly as hard. No, they really didn't. They really didn't. So I have no idea what's going on with this one that they're pushing so hard. So it makes me slightly curious. Right. Maybe we'll get another Until Dawn. I would love that. I love that. Because the team that does Dark Anthology, that's who's doing it. Yeah. Until Dawn team. So. Yep. I loved Until Dawn. Until Dawn is a fun playthrough, man. That's a fun game to play through a few, a few times. Uh, all right. So let's bring us over to uh, day four here. Like I already mentioned Bondi, which was today. You know, again, all it was focused on was Ashes, uh, the House of Ashes. Sorry. So let's uh, let's talk about Nintendo. Nintendo Direct, you know, usually at E3, Nintendo brings it. Uh, they usually do pretty well. Um, so to kick things off, uh, we did get uh, the new Smash character. Uh, Tekken is now coming yep. into Smash with uh, Kaiuza. Kazuya. Kazuya, yeah. thank you. Uh, and we are going to be getting a showcase on him uh, June 28th. Which I got to say, Nintendo, they know. Okay, mm-hmm. They know what people want. <laughs> because when that started and he was carrying Ganondorf, I was sitting there, I'm like... Is this breath? What's what's is this breath of the wild? Are they lean off with breath? Of the wild? They know what people want in Zelda. So them picking Ganondorf to be the one that he was carrying, I'm just like these cheeky bastards. You know, I really appreciated that uh, Kazuya reveal trailer of him just throwing everyone off the yes, cliff. Yes, yes. Just because for anyone who doesn't know the Tekken storyline, across all seven games, at least five of them end with one of the. Um, uh, I forget their last name at the moment, but the family members of Kazuya, Hihachi, and Jin, one of them throwing another one off a cliff. Five of those games end with that because the entire sort series is about that family fighting for control. And for some reason, it always ends with them throwing themselves the other one off the cliff. So it was a perfect way to introduce him. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's also the reason why he threw everyone yes. off the cliff. Yes. Threw Kirby off, and then Kirby just floats back up. I do appreciate with that that he, he was aware of it, and that's the only one he sort of went. Did he fall? <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was pretty dope, and we we got to see a little bit of uh, what he can do. Large move pool, obviously, to no surprise. Yeah, these these fighters, these fighters, mm-hmm. they always have a large move pool, yes. like like you said, like Ryu. Um, so you know, I can't man with this being done. I gotta say, I cannot help but to fucking think. Is Scorpion and Sub Zero going to be the final DLC? I can't help but think it, man. We've gotten so many other fighters, yeah. you know, fighting games in this mm-hmm. in this uh, Smash game now because we've gotten Street Fighter, Fatal Fury. Uh, there was another one that got a me costume. I'm, yeah, 
Kingdom of Fighters, maybe. I don't remember the King name. King of Fighters. King of Fighters, thank you. Um, so, you know, now Tekken's like, I can't help but to think, is Scorpion next? I mean, Mortal Kombat 10 or 11, whatever. 11, I think. It's yeah. on the Switch. I can't help but to think this. Well, the only thing I could think is, yeah, Mortal Kombat would be the go-to. They could also possibly do Guilty Gear, since Guilty Gear yep. just released yep. its newest game with its badass soundtrack. And... Um, I mean, I can think of several other fighting games they could dig up from, but may not necessarily do like uh, Final Fight. I would, I would love Nightmare. Give me Nightmare. That'd be dope. I know, I know, it will never yeah, happen. Uh, it will never happen. But that would be well, awesome. Actually, I take that back. There could be a chance because you got to think back to the Soul Calibur two days yeah, when they did the blink. yeah each console and they did a special character. Yeah, which I got to say. You know, I, I've played every Soul Calibur and I've played every Soul Calibur extensively. To this day, Link is still my single favorite character I've ever played in a Soul Calibur. He was so much fun to play. Uh, also, another another one from Soul Calibur 2, Necrid. Never came back, but Necrid was so much fun. He was like the big green dude where he had like the little orb thing oh, and he would yeah. create different web. He, I know who you're talking about he was actually low-key a lot of fun, but he never came back. You're right. He was only in two, wasn't yep. he? He was only in two. I he, forgot that. He was a lot of fun. But anyway, so uh, yeah, that is how we get kick things off with Smash, which is no surprise. Smash is always a good trump card to lead off or end off. That's just a, that's just a fact. Uh, the next thing in the, in the showcase, which I really liked seeing this, was Life is Strange, the remaster, and True Colors is coming to the Switch. True Colors did get the set release date alongside mm-hmm. the actual release date. Uh, Life is Strange remastered, unfortunately, did not get a release date just later this year. So it's not set for, I'm assuming, the uh, September 30th, as the other one is. So that, that was cool to see, though. Yeah. I, I do like this game because it chance people to play it. Like our friend Josh, who only has a Switch, I yep. pitched to him, hey, look into this this game um you know what i do find funny that we've had life is strange remaster announced and now life is strange on switch but i do find it funny that nothing has been stated about two see i thought the same thing <laughs> i thought the same thing when they were showing it off whatever it's like you get to play these three great life is strange games i'm like man you're just dogging on two right now aren't you <laughs> i mean I, know, I haven't touched two and i mean to at some point Especially with True Colors coming out, if I'm going to mess with it, I'm going to do a run-through of all the games again. But I'm just thinking, was 2 that bad? I mean, I don't remember hearing anything bad about it. I felt like it still had a similar reception as the other ones. Right. Next thing up on their showcase, this was very quick, did not spend any time on it. I was actually I was actually shocked to see this. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy game is coming to Switch. Uh, it is coming out on October 26th, like the others. But the one thing that was interesting is it's going to be a cloud version only. Which, as soon as I saw this was happening, I thought, man, this is, this is going to look rough, probably. I don't see this game looking fantastic and, it, and hearing that it's going to be a cloud version only makes a lot of sense i feel like they would have to do a very large downgrade if they were going to bring this to the to the switch I, yeah. re- I really do so it being cloud only with no physical release planned it does make a lot of sense uh we also got to see uh, some uh worms rumble which that's pretty cool i enjoyed worms a lot back have in you the ever day. played worms rumble 
Not Worms Rumble, no. I played the OG Worms. Gotcha. Yeah, I played the OG Worms, but not Rumble. So either way, it's, it's still pretty cool. We got a game called uh, Astria uh, Ascending, which is from, I think, Deer Villagers, I think was the, the publisher. Uh, that's set to come out uh, September 30th. Got another look at uh, Two Point Campus, which we've seen a lot of this weekend, it feels like. Uh, and then we have Super Monkey Ball uh, Banana Mania, which was leaked, uh, I believe, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one was leaked. This one's set to come out on October 5th of this year. This is going to have, uh, like, the first two games, I believe. I believe I think it's going to have, like, four games in total, I think, on there, which is, okay, pretty pretty cool. Yeah, Shout they showed that. off quite a few, but, it, I mean, it was going real fast with yeah. the Super Monkey ball stuff going on, so I didn't really catch all of it. Yeah. Uh, this next one I'm really excited about because I called this on back on 39, and that Just is... Just Dance? No. <laughs> but that doesn't... Obviously, we would expect that. Just Dance is a very popular game for Nintendo. Um, but uh, Mario Party Superstars, a new Mario Party. I called this back on 39 when the Mario Party update for, uh, came out and what I thought was going to come out of it. Uh, with this super, with this Mario Party Superstars, what it basically is is that uh, once again, similar to Super Mario Party, this is kind of just low key disappointing. I'm not going to lie. Only five maps to play from, which is my complaint with Super Mario Party. There's mm-hmm. only there's only four, I think. Uh, but they're going to be five maps from the N64 era. Okay, so who know? I, I know we I know we saw like the space one from Mario Party Two. There was uh like the the, the sweets one, which I believe was Mario Party Three, and I, I didn't catch the other ones. But five maps, a uh, hundred mini games, all from the past that are now they look they look great, brought up to present, whatever. Uh, this is cool. You know, it's gonna be a nice nostalgia trip. I loved two and three, especially two. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone can agree. In my opinion, five and two are like the pinnacle of Mario Party. Uh, so this is gonna be a lot of fun to play. I'm excited for it. I'm also glad that I called it. Let's go. I mean, how do you feel about it that it is just strictly um, rehashing all the old mini games? I mean, a lot of those mini games are really fun, yeah. but do you think they're finally just ran out of ideas, ideas for new mini games? I, I don't know if it's going to... Maybe. Yeah, that, that is possible. They have possibly run out of ideas, but, you know, we say that, but then look what, you know, Pokemon does creating... I mean, creating Pokemon. You know, they just look around the room and that's how we get Garbodor. But... Um, you know, maybe. Who knows? Uh, I do think in this case, I, I still believe there's potentially a full new Mario Party game in the works. Maybe a year or two from now, right? But they they wanted to get something new out this year. I don't know. I do think that that's possible. Uh, but it is possible that they're running out of ideas. Yeah. Uh, either way, I'm excited to pick this up and play it. On you know, as also as I said with my prediction here, online play will be available yep. at launch, which is what I thought was going to happen. So I don't know. Shout out to that man. I'm pretty pumped for that one. Uh, we also we did get a Metroid Prime Four brief update. And it literally went exactly like I thought it was going to go. Just like Zelda last year where it's just like, hey, guys, uh, we're working hard at Breath of the Wild 2. We can't show anything. So here's this. And we get Age of Calamity. Literally the same thing. Hey, guys, we're working hard at Prime 4. Progress going well. But here's this. Look at this. And we got basically we got Metroid 5, which is being titled Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2D Metroid game that's been that we've talked about before. It's been in the, the rumor mill for here for quite a bit. Uh, that, is, that is set to come out October 8th of this year. It will have a couple of Amiibos with it that I'm sure will sell out very quickly. It also has a really dope collector's edition with a really awesome steelbook. I'm a slut for a good steelbook, so I may pick that up. Looked, looked, like, looked like a pretty fun 
fun game. Looked like a pretty fun game. Uh, like Zach already mentioned, Just Dance, Just Dance 2022. It will be coming out November 4th. Uh, we got Cruise and Blast, uh, Return of the Cruise and Franchise here. Going to be. I don't think this is going to be a Switch exclusive, but it's going to be a Switch first. Uh, title that's set to come out this fall. Loved Cruise in USA back in the day. You know, <laughs> they said bringing back the arcade classic, and I went, I don't remember this being in arcades. <laughs> I remember being in arcades. I remember Cruise in USA. I don't remember Cruise and Blast. Oh, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, that, I think they just mean cruising. I think that's all they mean there. But uh, uh, next one, here's a random one that I called as well uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I randomly yeeted that out. It's just one of those things that games like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, it's one of those games that just Nintendo feels like they would get after a while. Uh, have fun playing that as 7 FPS. Uh, that's set to come out September 24th. Uh, the DLC will be included with that as well. Uh, we also got a Mario Golf promo, of course. No surprise there. It is set to come out in like literally a week. Uh, free updates planned, courses, and characters down the line. So shout out to that. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2 promo. No surprise there. Uh, here's a throwback for you. WarioWare, get it together. Wow. That sounded more like Birdo. Mm. Yeah, close enough. Uh, but yeah, WarioWare, get it together. Uh, you know, obviously WarioWare is a, a you know, it's 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 got its fandom. You yeah, it most definitely does. Yeah, people have people love some WarioWare, a bunch of mini games and stuff, having a fun time there. Shout out to that man coming out September tenth. Uh, then we also got to look at uh, Sh- uh, Shin Megami uh, Tensai Five. You know, it started up. It it started with the I'm just a regular high school kid. I went. Hi, Shinmagami. <laughs> I immediately just went, hey, Shinmagami, how you what? been, buddy? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Welcome and back. Honestly, when it, it started, I was like, I'm not even surprised. I even thought in my head. I didn't say it during podcast, but I thought in my head, I was like, Atlas will probably release something. Yeah. Uh, were you were you impressed by what you saw out of five? I mean. A lot of people were pretty happy with it. Okay. Here's my thing with Shinmagami. It looks solid, looks up to date, but it's a Shinmagami game. So there's only several things I can expect. Demons recruiting demons, talking to demons, beating demons, and uh, <laughs> usually some weird storyline that's fairly interesting that likes to throw in a couple just, what the hell, and carry on. A lot of people are pretty pumped about this one. I mean, the Shimagon gummy games are solid. Yep. I own about all of them now. I think I'm missing a couple on from the PlayStation era. Gotcha. But they're all solid games. Uh, that is set to come out November 12th. Uh, and then this one was actually really interesting. Uh, Danganronpa. Uh, uh, descendants. Uh, that that that's going to be coming out. Um, uh, this year. Yep. And I got I got. I want to give a little shout out to this after the direct had come to a close. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm talking like 30 minutes after. Yeah. You would think Breath of the Wild two would be what everyone's talking about. Nope. You know, you would think it would be. Nope. You know, something else. But you. Know, but here, here's how Twitter trending was going. Number one, Nintendo Direct. Number two, something else. It would not irrelevant to this. Number three, that. Danganronpa is such a good series. I mean, it's got three games. Then they're re, they're expanding the board game, which was yep. a nice little game that people absolutely loved. And then this series also has three animes. Does it? I didn't know it had yes, three Yes, it has three animes. One based off the first game, then the weird version three, which is actually two animes in one series. <laughs> I mean, th- this has just a gigantic cult falling, and there's even one game, because from this announcement, they're releasing all the three main games on Switch, and then the updated and expanded... Uh, Dissidents, the board game, but not uh, Despair Girls, which is another one from the which takes place after the first game, where you where it's a weird 
um, almost shooter type. It gets weird. The games are fun, though. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really funny that it got all the way that high on Twitter trending. Number three. And I think I think Breath of the Wild 2 was at, like, seven. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I thought that was wild. Killer 2 face bears will get you everywhere. I, I guess, man. Uh, we also get to see Fatal Frame Maiden of the Blackwater coming out this year, which is, that one was a game that came out on the Wii U. Uh, there was some kind of miscommunication on this game. Uh, at one point, it seemed like it was going to be a Switch exclusive, but then mm-hmm. there were some other tweets that was put out saying that it was going to be multi-plat, so we'll keep an eye on that one. We got to look at uh, Doom Eternal Ancient Gods Part 1. That actually comes out today when we were recording this podcast. When it drops uh, tomorrow on Wednesday, it'll already be out. Make sure to check that out with all of Doom Eternal's, you know, 12 FPS. Uh, we also have uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Get a little promo there because that is coming out the 25th. Uh, Strains Brigade coming out today. Uh, we got another look at Mario and Rabbit's uh, Spark of Hope, which is set to come out next year. And then another throwback here. This one was a surprise to a lot of people. Advance Wars from way back in the day, mm-hmm. early 2000s on the GBA, uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Uh, so for Advance Wars fans, you guys are eating well uh, this year on December 3rd. Get a reboot of the first two brought up to modern times. Looks fantastic if you're an Advance Wars fan, so make sure to check that out. And then we finished off the show, uh, the last about probably like eight minutes or so of everything just Zelda-related. Kick things off with Age of Calamity Expansion Pass. Wave 1 actually comes out here in a few days on the 18th. Uh, and then Wave 2 is set to drop in November of 2021. Wave 1 looked pretty cool. You know, got to see a new weapon for Link. Looks like you got to play as a Guardian. That was wild. Uh, and then Zelda on the on the bikes. That was pretty cool. So looking forward to that. We had a Skyward Sword HD promo, of course. Didn't spend a lot of time on that. That is set to come out next month. Uh, but then we also got to take a look at a Legend of Zelda Game & Watch. You know, we had the Mario Game & Watch that came out last year to celebrate Mario 35th. Same thing with Legend of Zelda. We had a Zelda game watch celebrate uh, Zelda 35th, which is going to include Zelda 1, 2, Link's Awakening, and Vermin's that is going to be starring Link. That is set to come out November 12th. Uh, now, here's a couple little tidbits. Number one, uh, when he was talking about it, he said that this game watch was their way to celebrate Zelda 35th this year. Mm-hmm. That, that was their way to celebrate. And that there are no unannounced games that are planned for this year for Zelda. So this is it. After Skyward Sword, after this game watch, that's it. Don't expect that a collection. Um, and then, of course, we had uh, a look at Breath of the Wild 2, fresh new trailer, uh, showing a little bit more about what to expect out of the game. Link loses his arm, which we kind of got to see a little bit in the original trailer two years ago. Mm-hmm. And he basically gets like a new arm rebuilt that looks built out of Sheikah Tech, which allows him to do a lot, a couple different abilities that we get to see. We're also going to the skies, which is pretty cool, uh, you know, which kind of ties in, I guess, to where Skyward Sword is now coming out to get people familiar with Skyward Sword being... Probably, in my opinion, the the number one mainline game that not many Zelda fans has played, in my opinion, is, is Skyward Sword. So Skyward Sword HD coming out, get people familiar with what's going on up there. Now we're going to be going to the skies in Breath of the Wild 2, which was my question last week when we were talking with Jimmy, is what are we going to see out of Breath of the Wild? Because I wanted to know, my question was, is it going to be the same area yeah. you know we're we going to get more to explore that answers my question here yeah, you got the whole sky to go explore yeah we got the sky as well as everything else going on and that is set for 2022 now here's some little tidbits for you uh number one when it comes to 2022 they he said they're aiming for 2022 the official nintendo 
uh, release statement on this said they are aiming for 2022. That indicates to me they have no idea if it's going to be ready. That's just what they're trying for. So this could be a 2023 game. Mm -hmm. So I got to stress to everyone, do not jump on the hype train for 2022 just yet. Hold off on. I know our friend Josh. He already hopped on it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's ready to go. He's thinking 2022, and it, it's 100 percent possible. I'm not jumping on that hype train until we know for sure. And when it comes to that, them being kind of unsure, I can't help but to think this collection that that's been kind of rumored, like the Wind Waker Twilight yeah. Princess one. I can't help but to think that the reason why they're not releasing it potentially this year to help celebrate Zelda 35 is because they don't know if Breath of the Wild will be out next year. Mm -hmm. And they want to be able to have a title of Zelda to put out next year. That is just a little thought that I have on this situation. Uh, because Zelda has become like uh, has become like Pokemon over the years for um, Nintendo, where they put out a new title of something every single year. Mm -hmm. That's what they do with Zelda. That's what they do with Pokemon. So I feel like they the, that collection that we've, we've heard rumors of, I do feel like that's there, but they just want to hold it in their back pocket for now, uh, just in case Breath of the Wild's not ready to go for next year. Um I mean, the trailer that we got to see, I thought it looked dope, got me excited for it. But again, I'm, I'm holding off some uh, some hope. Uh, I don't want to get too too pumped up uh, just just yet because I don't want to be disappointed. Zelda is like potentially my my favorite franchise. That and Mass Effect, it's one of the two. So kind of kind of iffy on that. But uh, that's everything that we had out of the Nintendo Direct for E3. Uh, Zach, what is uh, you got any big takeaways from this Nintendo Direct? Yes, Nintendo has fooled all of us. <laughs> and there's still no Nintendo Pro, everybody. Yeah. Guess what? It's not happening. <laughs> you know, man, I gotta, I gotta say, it's like, it's like, it's. I feel like they're always ready to reveal it, and then some report comes out, and they're just like, "Oh, <laughs> fuck you! I'm just gonna keep. We're not announcing it now. You just added another three months to it. Congratulations, Bloomberg. <laughs> Shoo! You say three months. That's added another year. We'll release it before the end of days. Now, I, I will say this involving the Switch Pro that we've been obviously very much expecting. If it is not announced in July, at this point, I wouldn't expect it anytime soon. And the reason I say that is because based on the, all the reports that we know, the Switch Pro is set to go on the assembly line in July. Yeah. So if it's not announced in July, go ahead and throw that out the window for now and just stop hoping for it. So I'm still holding on to some hope. Because of the reports that we have, July assembly line, release September, October. I'm still holding on to that hope. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And I will also point out that, you know, if it does come out, that's when you'll get to see the physical release for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It's on the new one. Um, but, uh, you know, besides that, any any real takeaways? I know you're not a huge Nintendo fanboy. I'm the Nintendo fanboy of this show. But uh, any, any anything that really kind of got you excited to maybe use your Switch? I mean, the main big one would be a new Shin Megami game. I could never go wrong with a Shin Megami game. Uh, I might pick up the Danganronpa games again. I already all own them all on PC and PlayStation, so uh, I guess the big one would be picking up uh, Descendants and messing with that. Uh, other than that, not particularly for me. Maybe I'll take a gander at uh, Mario Golf when it comes out, but probably not. I'm not sure how I feel about uh, Gangster Wario and Waluigi. <laughs> I don't know why those two are dressed up like 20s gangsters. <laughs> I think it's funny. 
<laughs> they also made Wario very, very more chunky than he already is. Oh, yeah. No, he's super beefy. Yeah, they made He's a beefy boy. Uh, for me, I, my, my couple takeaways is, uh, number one, uh, just going down the list, n- not in any order here, is Life is Strange coming to the Switch. Even though I have no intentions on picking up the collection for the Switch, I plan to probably play it on PS5. Mm-hmm. I still think it's dope that it's coming to Switch because, like I said, there are a lot of people out there that only have a Switch, like our friend Josh, and this is a phenomenal game that you guys need to check out. I know it, it comes with before the storm as well. Make sure to check this one out. You know, I just thought they had they made that little nice little animation. Yeah, yeah. Life is strange. You think for on the base Nintendo Switch, it'll just look like that the entire time. <laughs> I mean, life is strange. Isn't that hard to play? I mean, it's not. But what it, I would get it just for that, just for the comedy of this Nintendo version, and this is what you get. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but I, they're they're not going to go that far. Uh, so the, anyway, that was really cool to see. I did I did think it was really cool to see Guardians of the Galaxy coming to Switch. Um, even though I, there's no chance in hell I would ever get it for my Switch, no <laughs> chance in hell. That is a PS5 title I'm picking up. Uh, but I mean, hey, at least it's going to be coming in some form. At least they made it happen yeah. with it coming to cloud only. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Mario Party Superstars. I am excited for that one. That one's marked on my calendar aiming to pick it up uh metroid dread looks pretty cool i'll probably pick it up uh you know probably that special edition because the steel book does look really dope um let's see what else um after that for me probably just all the zelda stuff you know age of calamity that ex- that uh the dlc stuff looked cool mm-hmm. um now i will say the mario game and watch i had no interest in really picking up in fact to give you an example of how little that thing sold, you can still find it right now. I know the Walmart near us, you can still find it there. Damn. Like, there's they have, they'll have like seven or eight of them over there. <laughs> like, at all times. So, I, I'm just like, eh, I could pick this up really whenever I wanted. Um, but the Zelda one, that feels like a lot, lot better value. Yeah. Uh, with three, three games on there being Zelda 1, 2, and Link's Awakening. That's one that I might pick up for collective purposes. And then just seeing more in Breath of the Wild 2 is really dope. Disappointing that we didn't get a title. We're still stuck calling it Breath of the Wild 2, unfortunately. It's kind of like the Switch Pro thing. It's like we're getting tired of calling it this. Can we actually get a real name? But uh, When it comes out, it's actually just called Switch Pro. <laughs> whatever. You know, but uh, I, I would say those are my biggest takeaways. I, I thought Nintendo did really well. Uh, I, I still think Microsoft won the show. I agree. Yep. Microsoft still probably had the best uh, just show of just E3 standards usually. Nintendo's was good. It was very good compared to a lot of them. Yeah. But, yeah, Microsoft, Nintendo, Square Enix, and then probably Ubisoft in that order. Yeah, I, I would agree to that. I would agree to that. Um but, uh, I mean, that's going to do it for all of our breakdown for E3. Um, like I said, episode 46, uh, we're going to have Jimmy and John on. They're going to have their own personal takeaways from the entire show of E3. Uh, me and Zach will continue to talk about just our thoughts after we've kind of, you know, no longer, you know, potentially riding the high of E3, a few days to really digest and think about everything break things down and then talk about all the latest news going on. Really excited to talk about Starfield and that group setting with everyone mm-hmm. because all the stuff that Todd Howard released sounds awesome. The, uh, the, the, the art shots that we got to see looked awesome. 
love 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 what I'm seeing out of Starfield right now. I'm actually very very pumped for Starfield. Uh, looking forward to talking a little bit about Everwild as well as well as reacting to who's going to get the Madden 22 cover. And uh, I don't I don't know if Thursday will just be the cover. I think it's just the cover. I don't think we're getting any updates on the game because me as a Madden player, mm-hmm. I am really curious of that franchise mode. Um, but I think Thursday is just going to be the um, uh, the covers. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Zach, do you have anything you want to close out the show with here? Um, I'm super mad and sus of E3 because just constantly of I don't know if it was E3 itself or just IGN who I watched it through just constantly playing old trailers from other E3s and that Fable one would constantly come up and I'm just like <laughs> why are you doing this to me I won Fable but all you're just doing is playing this crap again for me right. why you get my hopes up why you do this to me <laughs> But okay, besides that, <laughs> if you like what's going on here, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, anything your platform allows. It does help. If you're on YouTube and watching this, you can hit that subscribe. And if you want to know whenever we upload anything, you can then hit the bell so it shows up in your feed. Thank you. All right, good stuff, good stuff. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed E3. Hopefully you found something in E3 that you could really take away from and get excited for. I know We know it was a little on the lackluster side. All these publishers are still obviously very behind from the COVID year, but uh, it's still cool to see the things that we got to see. Hopefully, again, you found something that you can be excited for. Hopefully you enjoyed all of our reactions between this episode and episode 44. And uh, look forward to episode 46, where we're going to continue to follow up on the conversation and continue to give our thoughts on everything going on here in the gaming world. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. You guys are absolutely phenomenal. Have a wonderful day. See you. Bye.